What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Saturday morning edition of The Squeeze. I am your host, Tyler Connie, and big weekend. We are into wildcard weekend. We're here in the NFL playoffs. This is sort of the, the betting dream now for the next uh, month or so until the Super Bowl. Lots to get to, lots to talk about. Uh, I did just want to mention um, a reminder that this podcast, video, whatever you want to call it, is available on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. So if it's easier to listen to this quickly on audio, you can find those links um, in the bio or in the description. And if you're liking what we're doing here, tell a friend, share it around because we're doing well. We had another winning day yesterday. I, because we've been doing so well, I did four bets instead of the normal three. We went three and one on those bets and up a full two units. Oilers won seven to one in regulation. So they hit the over by themselves. So we got the over there. We hit that and we had under between the Penguins and the Winnipeg Jets. So three and one in the NHL, or sorry, three and oh in the NHL last night. And then we had the Jazz minus five and a half. They only won by four. So that was the one bet we did lose. But a three and one night, up two units. We're up 11 units on the year so far. So. Share it around if you're enjoying what we're doing here, if you're fading or following. Maybe having said that, I've jinxed myself a little bit. I don't know, but we're doing well. And when you're doing well, you feel good, and it makes it all the more fun. So let's get into today's card. There is so many different things I wanted to do or to talk about. I didn't want to make this a 20-minute video with 10 picks and sort of blow the whole thing up. So I still do have three picks. One thing that is interesting that you can consider doing on the side here is a fun little parlay in the NFL. Now, I'm just going to go to... Uh, I'll do DraftKings to make it easy. If you were to take the San Francisco 49ers, the Buffalo Bills... And the Cincinnati Bengals, if you do all three of those on the money line as a parlay, it's minus 154. That's not a bad price. When you look at the 49ers are going to beat the Seahawks. I think that's fairly definitive. Miami Dolphins without Tua Tungavailoa. I don't know how they would beat the Bills. And then you have the Bengals playing a Ravens team that doesn't have Lamar Jackson. But what's interesting is the way it's spaced out is the game that I feel like would be the biggest question mark is still the Baltimore Ravens. They play Sunday night at 8 o'clock. So if you win the first two legs of this, you can get the Baltimore Ravens at plus 360 and you can play back off of that and you can hedge that and you can win money either way. So as long as the 49ers and the Bills win you're kind of playing with a little bit of free money going into the Baltimore-Cincinnati game. I'm doing that. I'm on that. I don't want to make that official. Three-leg parlays in the playoffs are tough, but I'm doing it. I would recommend that you do that. So again, that's the 49ers, Bills, Bengals, all money line. Hope for the first two and then play back. Obviously, if Seattle wins this game, it blows it all up, and it is still a minus 154, which is a lot of juice to pay, but I think that it is likely for that to happen. So Let's get into the three picks today. We're going to start in the National Basketball Association. We're going to start back in Utah. They screwed us yesterday, so let's bet against them today. And we're on the Allen Iverson roots of fight. We're going with the Philadelphia 76ers in this game to cover the spread. It was minus 4.5 last night at plus 100. At score bet, it's now minus 110. So the line has moved in our favor a little bit. Philadelphia comes into this 25-16. and 16. The Utah Jazz are 22-23. and 23. Jazz are 14-7 and seven at home, while the 76ers are 8-9 on the road. But again, Utah just played last night. It was a hard-fought 112-108 win against Orlando. Philly last played two nights ago. They actually lost to Oklahoma City. Lost pretty big, actually. 
but I'd won the two previous to that. So I look for Philadelphia to bounce back here. This is the start of a fairly lengthy road trip. They're going to LA, and then they're playing the Clippers, and then they're at Portland. I like teams when they're sort of kick-starting the road trip. They've got a little bit of energy. They've spent some time on the road with each other. I like that um, to kick-start their road trip. When you look at Philly, they are 4-0 ATS in their last four Saturday games. Um, the over's also gone 10-1 and in their last 11, so over's not a bad play as well. And uh, when you look at... When they face each other, 76ers are 8-3 and three ATS in their last 11 meetings. Um, they're only dealing with a questionable Tobias Harris injury, where the Utah Jazz do have quite a few injuries. Olenek is questionable. Asbuki is questionable, so we'll see. I like Philly to come in, catch the Jazz on the second half of a back-to-back, win this game by five or more points. So that's minus four and a half. Now, let's shift to the NFL. I've got a game and a player prop. We will start with today. The earlier game is Seattle at San Francisco, and we're going to start this with a player prop, okay? I like George Kittle over 44.5 receiving yards. This is minus 110 at FanDuel. When you look at George Kittle, he had a bit of an interesting season. I know this well because my wife has him on her fantasy team, so I got to hear about him each and every week. He started a little bit slow. He did finish a little bit slow, but he is getting the reception. So his last two games to close out the season, he had four receptions against Arizona, four receptions against the Raiders, but he only had 29 and 23 yards. And you go previous to that, he had 120 against Washington, 93 against Seattle, which is the key because that's who they're playing today, is the Seattle Seahawks, who were the worst team against the tight ends on the season. When you look at their stats, TJ Hawkinson put up 179 yards, Kelsey 113. The game that Kittle played, he had four receptions for 93 yards. Conklin put up 80, Gerald Everett 63, Zach Ertz 110 in two games. They give up a ton of points to the tight ends. And now that you've got Brock Purdy behind center, there's going to be a lot of sort of dink and dump little passes, I think, especially in the playoffs. I actually look for George Kittle could get this over in the first half as they're just trying to get their game established between the run game and these short little passes against Seattle. George Kittle is destined to have a big game. He's also had a two, when you look at touchdowns, two, one, two, two. He's got seven touchdowns in his last four games. That's not a bad prop either. But I look for them to establish the pass early with Purdy, and I look for that ball to be going to George Kittle against a team that cannot defend the tight end. So we're going to take George Kittle over 44.5 receiving yards, minus 110 at FanDuel. Now the last game we've pick we've got today is the night game. It's the Chargers at the Jaguars. This is probably my most anticipated game to watch of the entire weekend. And I was going back and forth. I want Jacksonville to win, and I think that's why I was leaning that way. But I'm going to pick the Chargers minus two. That's minus 109 at North Star. So essentially a coin flip to, for them to win by a field goal. And when you look at the numbers, they're 10-7 and seven on the season, 5-4 and four on the road. The Jaguars come into this 9-8 and eight on the season, 5-2 and two at home. This is going to be a pick em. I mean, the Jaguars are won their last five games. They won all five. They beat Tennessee 2016. They won at Houston, at the Jets. They beat Dallas and then Tennessee again. That's the greatest competition, though. Tennessee completely sputtered towards the finish line. Houston's garbage. Jets finished like garbage. A good win against Dallas, certainly. Um, I'll give them respect for that. When you look at the Chargers, they lost to Denver. Kind of inexcusable. They beat the Rams. They beat Indy. They beat Tennessee. They beat Miami. So you look at that, and it's like neither of them really played the greatest of competition. Um, uh, when you look at the Chargers, they were 4-0-1 ATS in their last five. 
They were 5-0-1 ATS in their last six when accumulating over 250 yards passing. The Jaguars 0-4 ATS in their last four after accumulating less than 250 yards passing. Chargers are 5-0 ATS the last five times they've gone to Jacksonville. They're 9-1 ATS the last 10 times they've met. And the favorite is 8-3 ATS in the last 11 meetings. Neither of the quarterbacks have a ton of experience. And this is sort of almost like a historical bet. Like until the Jags do something, they can't really be trusted. I think that the Chargers do have a better offense. Coaching might be an issue, but I think the Chargers just have enough to get it done. And I trust them more than I trust Jacksonville. All the pressure is on the Jaguars. They're at home. They haven't won a home playoff game in God knows how long. I'm going to roll with the better team on the regular season. I'm going to roll with Herbert and the, and, Austin Eckler, I think, is going to be able to get it done as well. So this is a pick This is a spot where I'm not going to fault you if you take the Jags on the money line. I'm not going to fault you for rolling with me. This is half gut, looking at the numbers. And trust me, I want the Jags to win, but I think the Chargers will take this. A road team has to win this weekend, and who else is it going to be? Probably maybe Tampa. It'll be interesting to see, but um, is that game... That game's in Tampa. So a road team has to win this weekend, and it's not going to be the Dolphins. It might be the Giants, but I like it to be the Chargers tonight. So to run back down this card, let's keep the good feelings rolling. I like Philadelphia 76ers minus 4.5 for plus 100 at score bet. I like George Kittle to have over 44.5 receiving yards for minus 110 at FanDuel. And the Los Angeles Chargers minus 2 at minus 109 at North Star. Drop a comment if you're fading or following. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Tyler Conium for more picks and props throughout the day. We did that yesterday, and we ended up hitting the Pelicans, lost on the Knicks, so it's kind of been 50-50, but feel free to do that. As mentioned, audio versions available on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Big weekend. Let's have some fun. Let's talk some sports. Have a good one.